the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Friends, it's David Anderson live in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me, smartphone watching me on uh, Facebook Live, uh, thanks a lot for tuning in there. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, thank you so much for tuning in to WAVA 105.1. FM. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, if you want to give me a call today, today's show is about parenting. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of sons and daughters, raising sons and daughters. Is there a difference between raising boys and girls? And if so, what's the difference? I want you to talk to me about this. I'm going to talk to you about my sons. I'm going to talk to you about my daughter. Uh, I'm even going to share some personal things from them to me. And uh, I want to know what you think about that. It's not to be uh, braggy. Uh, We've had our share of problems as a family. But when you have adult children, and surely right now I I do, I have a 24-year-old, I have a uh, 21 year old those, those are both boys and then I have a daughter who is 19 and do you know that I've heard from each of them in a different way uh, how they feel about me and their mother and the scriptures talk about children and the way uh, they can bring joy to the parents and so uh, you know there are some of you right now who are listening to me and you are saying I desire one day that my kids would come to know uh, the Lord, that they would uh, make me proud in the way that they serve God and and are used in the earth. And so I just want you to know that today, that's going to be my prayer for each of you who happen to be uh, parents and uh, grandparents, that your children would indeed do what the scripture says. And the scripture says, if you raise them up right, in the way they should go, uh, you know, then when they get old, uh, they will not, uh, you know, they're, they're going to return. And some of you are waiting for a prodigal right now to return. And I guess what? I want to pray for you that that happens. Sometimes uh, we've just got to pray and wait and be patient and ask God to to help us with our children. And so uh, if you are a parent, 
and you have a child that's astray, a child that's wandering, a child you're praying for, I want today's show to be an encouragement. I want today's show to remind you that God is able, uh, that God can be where you can't. He can protect what you can't protect, and he can send home that encouragement that your child is going to be okay. And so I'm praying that that's what today's show is all about. Uh, And so if you hear me say some things, if you hear some things from my kids today, just know uh, that that can be an encouragement to you if you're in a situation where you're like, that's what I'm waiting for. If God is doing it for me, he can do it for you. There's still some things I'm waiting on uh, for some of my children. I'm waiting for God to do some things in some in, with some of my kids' lives. And so we're praying for that effect. I know Amber and I have our heart's desire of where we desire our kids to be, what we desire them to do, how we desire them to live and to follow God. And I know some of you have that same heart. And so as a result of that, I just want you to know, don't give up on God because he's not giving up on you. And how he has waited so long for some of you, now you wait and just know that God is always at work. What, what do you think about that as an introduction? All right, I'm going to say a word of prayer. And if you want to talk to me today, uh, you can give me a call. It is a call-in talk show. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, if you want the digits, it's 888-432-7434. So give me a call if you have a question about raising boys and girls. And is there a difference between raising boys and girls? Hmm. We know there is. What do you think it is, though? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have called us sons and daughters, that you have striven with us to we got to a place where we could follow you fully. And some of us are still trying to figure out what it means to be fully devoted followers of you, Lord. So use today's uh, show to teach us how we might best pour into our kids, whether they're teenagers or adults or young children or grandchildren. Give us wisdom to know how to coach them when they're older, how to correct them when they're younger, Lord, and how to cheer them on regardless of their age. This is what we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, again, if you want to give me a call, my phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. 888-432-7434. That is my number. My lines are now open. Also, if you want to hit me up some other ways, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. Or you can even check out my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, or just download the Gracism app. All right? Now, uh, what I want to do is I want to uh, play something from my 21-year-old son. And it's going to be kind of weird because he's not speaking to me directly. He is taking his art, his uh, music, and uh, when he takes his music, he, he's a DJ out on the West Coast. And so he took just some of my words as his dad preaching, and he put it to music. But you got to understand that this is my son's way of saying, Dad, I love you by producing music. He's totally different than the 24-year-old boy and the 19-year-old girl. But this is his way of expressing himself by putting his dad's preachy words to his club tech 
uh, electronic dance music that he's doing out there in L.A. So here it is, and then we're going to head on to a break. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Church that would cause people to be sad that they had to wait a week to come back. We wanted a church that would be diverse and multicultural. One that would look like the body of Christ in heaven. FM WAVA WAVA 105.1 FM WAVA Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. 
Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And prior to that break, you were hearing my son, uh, Luke Andy, as his, uh, his musical name title out there on the West Coast. He's an electronic dance music uh, DJ, and uh, he threw some of my sermon phrases to some music. So that was his way on Father's Day of telling me uh, that, he, uh, that he loved me in his own uh, private way. Hey, listen, uh, how are you feeling about your kids? Uh, have you raised some of them? Um, are they adults now? Are you still in the middle of raising them? And do you need some help talking it through? Uh, today's topic, the theology of raising sons and daughters. Uh, is there a difference between raising boys and girls? And, and if so, what's the difference? And, you know, the scripture says a wise child brings joy to a father. A foolish child, grief to his mother. Uh, are you feeling joy about your kids today? Are you feeling grief? What's your prayer request for your kids? Well, I'm here today. Let's talk about it. God desires that we have an imprint and an impact on our sons and our daughters. And in Deuteronomy 6, it says we ought to be training them from the time uh, they, they go out the door to the time they come back in. We ought to be quoting the word of God, praying the word of God over them and impressing the commands of the Lord on them. So the Proverbs teaches us that uh, when they are old, they will return. Some of you are waiting for that return. Well, guess what? God's going to bring the return. Uh, we just need to keep praying for our children and trust that God's going to bring the return. They're going to come back, and they're going to be at peace with you. They're going to come back, and they're going to be at peace with God. They're going to come back, and they're going to apologize or ask for forgiveness. They're going to come back, and they're going to say, what you put in me is now coming out of me. It just needed to germinate in my life. Some of our kids understand ju they just cannot and will not uh, bend uh, to the Lord until the Lord uh, bends and breaks their will a bit. And they, he can't do that under your roof. He needs them to be out on their own. Uh, and so when he's out, when they're out there and they realize they have nobody else to depend on but him, they need to know to call out on the God of their father and their mother. And the scripture often talks about the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the forefathers. In other words, you know, who's the God of your father? Who's the God of your mother? Who's the God of your grandmother? Sometimes you got to lean back and realize, hey, I've not been walking with this God, but I know my mama used to talk to him uh, on my behalf. Maybe I need to talk to him now. Are you with me? Hey, listen, if you have a question about raising your children and you want to talk to me about it, here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. My lines are now open. We're talking about the theology of raising sons and daughters. You know, I have two sons. I have one daughter, and I'll tell you, there is a difference in raising them. Uh, the boys I would talk to quite differently than than the daughter. Do I have any daddy-daughter combinations out there where your father, uh, where, where you're a father and you have a daughter? Is there not a special connection with your daughter uh, that is different than with your with your boys? I know it was that way for me. Uh, I can rough play with them. I can slap them upside the head. They could jump on me and and almost hurt me just jumping on me out of uh, rambunctiousness. Uh, but girls, you know, at least my girl, 
in my experience, was so much different. And I would coddle her, and I would hold her, and I would talk to her, and my, my tone is different uh, with her. And uh, even though she's 19, she's still my, my baby girl, uh, and I still call her sweetie and baby. Uh, and that's just the way it is. And so I think daddies and daughters have a very special relationship. And, you know, mothers and daughters have a unique relationship, don't they? For those of you who are moms and you have daughters, what is that like? Uh, Y'all can be the best of friends, but you can also be uh, fighting one another tooth and nail because you know each other differently. You know that daughter differently than the father does, and you can see what she's doing sometimes uh, to manipulate your husband or the father. You're like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not going to work with me, girl. And it's amazing to watch that with Amber and Asia over the years. Uh, I'm like, oh, sweetie. She's like, yeah, don't don't do the whole sweetie thing. Uh-uh, I see what you're doing. No. And, and, and to see the daughter look at the mom like, come on, you're messing up my game here. I'm wrapped around daddy's finger, and you're trying to unwrap something. So uh, what do you all think about that? Is there a difference between raising sons and daughters? Well, let me give you the number again in case you want to call me to talk about Uh, raising your children and the theology of raising children even though there's no manual there are some principles and there are some things that we can put in our kids and then leave it up god here's the phone number 888-432-7434 that's 888-43-BRIDGE now my son uh about a year ago on my birthday wrote me a a letter Uh, And I'm going to share a bit of that letter with you. And again, it's just to give you a sort of personal insight from my kids to me. And I had permission to share uh, this. Now, in the second half of the program, on the other side of the 3.30 break, I am going to share an audio uh, note that my daughter uh, spoke to me on Father's Day this year. I got special permission from her. She was iffy on giving me the permission. She goes, well, who are you going to share it with? I said, can I share it? Who are you going to share it with? I said, the world (laughs) through radio. She goes, I think I'm kind of iffy about that. But it's your gift for Father's Day. So if you want to share it, you can. And so uh, I will share that in the second half of the program. You're not going to want to miss it, and you may need a a Kleenex. I'm not quite sure for my 19-year-old daughter. But this comes from my uh, then 23-year-old son last year. And this is for my birthday, and uh, he says, Dad, there is no direct, precise, and full way to express how I feel other than by saying simply, I love you. Instead, I'll share some powerful memories I have of you from the past 23 years. Almost drowning in a pool, and the next thing I know, I am safe in your arms, my superhero getting hush puppies at the gas station for our father-son date. Yep, I used to take him to the gas station for our date. He remembers you taking me to the park to try and share with me parts of your past you aren't proud of. I remember that. I think he was about 11 years old, and I took him to the park, and I said, son, there's some things you need to know about your dad and some things I did growing up and did in my life that I'm not proud of, but I need to share them with you now. Besides, you'd rather hear it from me than to hear it from other people, and I don't want you to feel like you have to defend your father so you can hear it from me. Uh, He also says, I remember my baptism where I felt your love and pride. He says, every Christmas family Bible study and every family Christmas Bible reading, 
he also wrote this. I don't remember this. He says, during the Baltimore riots, hearing you tell me how hard it is to spend your life, your whole life, trying to bring reconciliation to this country, yet still seeing racial tension. Man, that sounds like me, but I don't actually remember that uh, that conversation. Here are a couple more things, and then I'll, uh, I'll get off of this letter. But I, I just wanted you to hear, again, this is the joy, right? If you raise your kids with God's power, with some grace and mistakes along the way, but you're trusting God, uh, this is what he promises, that at some point they're going to come back and say these kind of things. And he goes on to say, um, you always have said, I love you and I'm proud of you. Not only have you vocalized it, but you've shown it to every you've shown up to everything I've ever done and cheered me on. I've never doubted that I am loved because of you and mom. I want to be successful for you to show how deeply thankful for all you've given and taught me. But I am certain that even if I fail, you are proud of me. No matter who abandons me, I have you and mom. Okay, let me just pause and not cry there. And then he says, I selfishly say happy 52nd birthday, Dad, because that means I have another year with the most important man in my life. How about that? No matter what you went through raising these kids, when they write you something like that, uh, when they do the kind of things I'm talking about, it reminds you that it's worth it. And, and the scripture says a woman that fears the Lord, her kids will rise up and call her blessed. And that's how us four children rise up and call my mom, Icy Anderson Jackson. We rise up and call her blessed because she has raised us and poured into us. And we sure hope that she is proud of us. Okay. If you want to call me to talk about this, now's the time to do it. Get me off of the emotions of hearing from my kids and get me on to talking to you like a preacher or a uh, radio talk show host. How's that sound? Okay, here's my number, 888-432-7434. Hey, let's kick it off in uh, Potomac Falls, Virginia. We've got Dean on the line. Hey, Dean, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Dr. Anderson, I'm doing great. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks a lot for hanging with me today. Great. What are you thinking? It's, a jo- it's always a joy to to listen to your program. You know, I, I have had read a, a book a number of years ago by Dr. Josh McDowell, and it's called His Image, My Image. Yeah. And in this book, he spoke about how how a lot of the parenting that, that between ages of like, you know, from when you're first born to about three years of age, you really don't distinguish the difference between mommy and daddy in terms uh-huh. of their sexuality, et cetera. Uh-huh. You know, daddy has a rough face, mommy doesn't, et cetera. <laughs> and then uh, from about age three to about 12, largely a lot of your parenting happens to the opposite sex parent who mm. affirms in, the, the daddy affirms in, affirms the femininity of his daughter, or mom affirms the masculinity of her son and mm. helps to shape that in many different ways. And then at puberty, they switch to the same sex role model. And um, and that is where uh, then that parenting continues, mm-hmm. uh, calling them out uh, into their, uh, their their callings in life. Mm. And then particularly a father's voice at some point, uh, which is why we have a desperate need for fathers to be fathers. They yeah. call their children out to to tell them who they are uh, yeah. so that they can fulfill who they are. And so... It's really been helpful in the parenting process, I know, for my wife and I and for, That's good and for those stuff. that we come in contact with to, 
So think about that. Well, that is just amazing, Dean. So when a kid hits puberty, that's when he needs that same-sex parent to uh, sort of call, yes, sir. call them out to what they are to become and be. Is that what I'm hearing? That is what you're hearing, Dr. Anderson. Hmm. And I, I think that there's my, my experience tells me that that is really true. And the, the reason why you have such massive gender confusion in the culture is that hmm. there's been a lack of those affirmations through their pubescent development. But yeah. then in post-progestant development, there's not been those voices of the father, and of course a mother as well. That's right. The father plays a critical role. Yeah. Isn't that something? That is so wise of you. I'm so glad you took the time to call me. I love that. And it just shows the the brilliance of God the Father to make sure that he made a father and a mother exactly. to really try to help us uh, as we pour into these little these little creatures, these little Mohicans that don't know where to go Amen. and how to act. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, well, Lord, awesome. Lord bless awesome. you, Brother Father Dean. We'll talk to you later, okay? I'll be right back. This is a Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're talking about raising sons and daughters. Got some thoughts? Got some questions? Hey, give me a call during this break so we can get you up on my computer. 888-43-BRIDGE. Some days it'll lift you up. Some days it'll call you bluff, man. Most of my days I ain't got enough. And all I know. Message and bigger rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of Annie's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. She said, we need to talk. She's asked me for the first time if I would consider myself a sex addict. You know, I thought it was just about admitting the things that I had done wrong. I, I never had a clue that it was about redeeming our story. You know, I thought it was just about coming clean on what I had done. I had no idea how to help her with her pain. She was a mess, I was a mess, and, and we got divorced. Going to EMB, surrounding myself with these other men, they accepted me for who I was and what I had done, but they challenged me to step up and do better. You know, they'll be around other men who are not just pointing the finger, but um, willing to get in and wade through it with them, you know, get in the trenches. They'll get hope from this workshop, take my sweet wife and my story. We were divorced, remarried, and on our way to what I think uh, will be the sweetest years of our lives. The Everyman's Battle Workshop is coming to Washington, D.C., July 12th through the 14th. To find out more, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or go to newlife.com. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. 
I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800-671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Welcome to the second half of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're just joining us, we're talking about raising sons and daughters, the theology of raising sons and daughters. Is there a difference between boys and girls when you're raising them? And if so, what is the difference? And are you longing for your uh, teenage children or maybe your adult children to come back to the Lord? What is it like when you are waiting uh, for a child? Listen, we are here to encourage you as, as parents today, and I'm really excited Uh, because I've been playing or reading some things from my adult children. I have a 24-year-old. I read his letter to me for my birthday, which was very touching. Uh, Earlier in the show, I played my my 21-year-old. He's a a professional DJ. He plays electronic dance music at parties out in in Hollywood and L.A. and Vegas and all around Mexico and here in D.C. at the Echo stage. So what he did was he took some of his father's sermons, that's me, and he put it into some of his music. That was his way of affirming me. And so, you know, I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of getting behind the gifts of your kids, if you will. And I'm going to play something for my daughter just a little bit later in this half hour. I don't want you to miss it, but it is a bit personal. It's about a three-minute audio clip that she sent me just this past Father's Day. I'm not going to play it yet. I'm going to talk to you, and I'm going to um, uh, go to my phone lines now so I don't miss talking to you. In fact, let's go to uh, Fort Washington, Maryland, and talk to Roy. Hi, Roy. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking, my friend? Okay, I'm gonna throw uh, uh, just a couple of little quick scenarios at you, and, and I and first I'm gonna say yes, it is a difference be- between raising boys and girls, uh-huh. but yes, it is a difference between raising each kid. And I'm yeah. like you, I got two boys and one girl. Okay. And and I I don't know I don't know I, I can't tell you the difference. But I can tell you that you you uh, you have to stay in tune with your kids. Yeah. And I was amazed that it even starts at birth. Mm. And one one scenario I always used was with the uh, with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I say I said when my daughter cried at birth, I, I, it, she she cried out. It was always something to necessary. Uh-huh. Like if she if she was wet in the diaper, she cried out. Uh-huh. But the boys didn't. They they poop all know themselves would never say nothing. <laughs> so it was always when she cried, you know. You know, and, and you know, it was something I always have to respond. Even, even when, even when the diaper was barely, you, know, you don't have much money when you're trying to raise me at that age. The diaper would be barely wet, and I said, "You don't leave this diaper on her." Oh. And she would cry out and like, "No, you gonna take this diaper off me?" You know, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, change the diaper, she stop crying." You know, oh, and, and then, you know, and then with the other, you know, with the older son, like, like we probably see, I used to, you know, kind of wrestle with him. That was right. my first one, wrestle with him a lot, bring him da da da, do those type things. Right. And I noticed that. 
when he when he you know got grown he had got the two little boys and he would call mm-hmm. me sometime on the phone then then he would say oh, okay dad uh he said okay dad I, I got to hang up now because uh I got to go play with the boys before I put them to bed and right. I, I was like wow I was impressed with that right he, right he did he, he did it on purpose you know I'm right. like oh, he got to, I know he did that for me but I got and, it you know yeah how did it and feel with my, with my youngest hey Roy hang on how did uh-huh. it, how did it feel when your son said that. Was there like a sense of pride inside of you? Like, wow, he's growing up and doing this? Doc Anderson, it stunned me. Because he, he, he was doing it on purpose. Yeah. I mean, and he, you know, he, he purposely did it. And that's what really stunned me. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and he was talking to me. Like, Dad, I got to yeah. go now because I got to go play with the boys and put them there. I was like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was just really impressed. Because yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't think in that, but I, you know, but I did used to play with him, and you know, because he, right. you know, I, I just played with him, and he, you know, but I did. But when he said that's that great. he did it on purpose. It really, that's I was, I was really, that is I was great. like, wow, love it, love it. And, and, and then, and then now, and then with the youngest son, you know, he, he, you know, you have to understand his personality. You know, he, he was the one. He, he's kind of, I say, kind of like me. He, he was non-emotional, right? Okay, he doesn't show any emotions at all. He's the type of kid that. You know, it doesn't matter. He get a he get a A, he, it doesn't matter. He get an mm-hmm. F, he's not good. It's no emotions in him. And, huh. You know, and then and then we had, when when at, even at school, I went up to the school and I, and I explained that to the teachers, and yeah. they said, "Oh, you know, I'm glad you said that. Exactly. Said, You're not gonna get no reaction out of him, right? You know, and but one does, of the things. But I it doesn't mean him, it doesn't then, mean you know, though just because they don't get a reaction, it doesn't mean that he doesn't care. And you, as a father, to be able to go up to the school and say, you know advocating for your son he may be different but this is just the way his personality works i think that that uh really shows some good leadership on your part hey roy i've got to run because i've got this break coming up when i get back from the break i'm going to temple hills in oxen hill maryland so let me run to this break real quick when i get back i'm going to play a three minute clip from my daughter then i'm going to take these phone calls i want to know what you think about it This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. 
Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about parenting, the theology of raising sons and daughters. Is there a difference uh, in raising boys or girls? And, and if so, how and why? And, and uh, you know, the scripture teaches us that a wise child brings joy to his father, a foolish child grief to his mother. I'm praying that you have more joy than grief. And I pray that if you have grief, it'll turn to joy because the Lord says you train them up right in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will return. Some of you are waiting for the return of your kids to the Lord. And guess what? God can do it. He is able. And I'm here to encourage you uh, by sharing some of my story uh, with you. Uh, before I play uh, something very special for my daughter this past Father's Day, I do want to go uh, to Temple Hills, Maryland and talk to Pamela. Because, uh, Pamela, you've been waiting, and I thank you for your patience. Uh, what, are your, what, what are you thinking today? Hey, Dr. Anderson, how are you? Oh, I'm great, thanks. What are you thinking? Yeah, can you hear me pretty clear? Well, I, I was thinking that I heard the uh, gentleman say that uh, he felt that there was a large, uh, I guess a large population of gender confusion yeah. based on there are no fathers, you know, in the house. And I wanted to um, disagree with that uh -huh. because of the because of the times, times have certainly changed. Now, I am a parent who uh -huh. raised a son, 36 years old now, and a daughter who was uh, 18, just graduated. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, I raised my Thank you so much. But when I was raising my son, you know, his father was in the picture, but not really in the picture. You know right. what I'm saying? I was a young teenager. Right. And I used to get a lot of compliments on how I raised my son as a single parent. And people were really shocked that he did not have, you know, uh, he didn't come out gay. He was, he right. was a strong man. Well, you know, you know what? what? That's, that's some grace. That's some grace right there. Yeah. It, it also shows, you know, you were able to do double duty. And God bless you for being a, a, a single mom who has to do double duty. May God give you extra grace because of the hard work you put in, Miss Pamela. That's that's a big deal. Man. That's a big man. deal. And I appreciate Thank you. I appreciate that. But I want to just add that because you know what? Even now, I'm looking at things. I'm a youth advocate. Sure. I deal with kids every day. Yeah. And I look at some of these kids who are raised by, you know, parents, single, you know, they have sure. two parents in the house. And, yeah. And, and some of them have big gender confusion problems. Sure. Even so it's really hard to tell. What's sometimes going on. you're right. <laughs> sometimes you're absolutely right. Um, God bless you, by the way, uh, Pamela. May the Lord be with you. And sometimes you're right. You can have Thank a you. absolutely. You can have a mother and a father. Still doesn't mean the kid won't have gender confusion. But at the same time, but but at the same time, we need good strong fathers and good strong mothers, so that uh, our boys and girls can see uh, what is you know God's plan 
you know, now it doesn't. Here's a here's one thing though. Masculinity has, a, you know, it's not easily defined always. You know, you can have some men that are not uh, extremely masculine. That doesn't make them less of a man. Or some women who may not be extremely feminine. That does not make them less of, uh, you know, less of a woman. But uh, you, I, I was promising you I was going to play this uh, audio clip. Now I already played in the first half. Uh, my son Luke, who who put some of my sermon to one of his beats. It just made me feel so good because I know that's the way he communicates love. It's like his own personal Hallmark card using his art and his gifts. So, Luke, uh, big shout out to you if, if you're listening. I love you, kid. He's 21 years old, and I'm proud of you, son. Uh, and then my other son, Isaiah, I read a portion of his letter that he wrote to me on my birthday, which just filled my heart as he shared uh, in his own writing style how he felt about his father. Um but I, I tell you, I'm just so grateful. So big shout out uh, to Isaiah, who's 24, to Luke, who's, who's 21. And one's in San Diego, the other's in New York. My daughter right now is in North Carolina. And uh, so she uh, just recorded a Father's Day greeting to me. Listen to this. It's a bit personal, but listen to it. And on the other side of it, if you want to call me and tell me what you think about it, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, now I'll open the phone lines for your response. Listen yeah. to my daughter, Asia. As we celebrate Father's Day today, I wanted to pray over every father, grandfather, and father figure out there. You've blessed so many people with your diligent craftsmanship and the men that you've created. And I wanted to thank you especially for the one you created for me. Thank you for my father. And although I'm obligated to share him with my brothers, I've never felt like I was only getting one third of his fatherly love. Dad, I don't know how you did it. But the work that you've done in him and the work that you continue to do in him is flawless. And you handcrafted my mother for him. Oh, she has become the strongest woman that I have ever met. And you can tell that my father is a strong man by looking at the woman by his side. God, thank you that my father is not just biologically mine. No, you, you intricately designed a man by fitting peace in peace into its proper placement that only your love could do. So that in his absence, I felt the presence of his love because that is the father that you made him. He is not just a provider. He's not just a protector. He's not just playing the role of a father. No, what you did, God, what you did was unique. David Anderson is a product of good parenting, raised by a true man and woman of God who raised him to raise. Raise his hands up to you in praise and raise up children with all the love that he felt from you. God, somehow, and I'm still trying to figure this out, you managed to provide in my life the prime example. You showed me through my father how a man is supposed to treat his family. You gave me the prime example of what a good husband is. Because watching the way that my father treats my mother gave me worth. He's shown me what chivalry is and that it's very much still alive and that I shouldn't settle for anything less. Watching the way my father raised my brothers with excellence in how to be a man gave me strength. My father leads by example, and the way that he stands fearless in times where I felt that my heart could just give out gave me courage. He gave me confidence, taught me how to be a leader, taught me what being a fully devoted follower of Christ is. God, I thank you today and over and over and over again for taking your time in building this man. Not only does he serve you with grace and love and trust and faith, but he's influenced me more than he knows to do the same. My father is the reason I do a lot of what I do. 
why my jokes are so great, though others may disagree, why my voice is so loud, <laughs> why I'm not fearful of large groups, why I can so fearlessly trust in you, Lord, to lead me wherever you're leading me. <laughs> God, thank you for my dad. He is leading me by following you, and although his footsteps might be a little too big for me to fill, the courage, confidence, strength, love, trust, and kindness that my father has bestowed in me gives me the ability to make my own. Father God, I wanted to pray over him and his heart, and that on this Father's Day, he knows how celebrated and loved he is. So thank you for blessing me over and over and over again by having the David Anderson as my father. Amen. Amen and amen. Can you imagine when I got that on my phone? On Father's Day from my 19-year-old, remember what we said, that uh, a wise child brings joy to a father, a foolish child brings grief to a mother. Are your kids bringing you joy or grief? And we pray that it will be joy. We also pray that whatever you put in them at a young age, it will come back and bless you. Proverbs 31 says that children rise up to call their their mother blessed. And uh, we pray that that is the truth for you. That is my desire. What would you think about that, by the way? Uh, listening to my daughter say those things. It probably didn't mean as much to you as it meant to me, but I wanted to uh, play it for you anyway, and uh, not to be a little braggy, uh, but uh, just to kind of show that it, it is possible. And uh, we don't put the kids on a pedestal, and of course they don't put us on a pedestal. We've had our issues, and we'll continue to have them. But you know what? We can continue to ask God to give us wisdom in the way we coach, in the way we correct, and in the way we cheer our kids on. Well, if you have a thought and you want to give me a call, you got just a short time to do it, so feel free to do it now. And let me go to Columbia, Maryland. I've got Renee on the line. Hello, Miss Renee. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi. Hi, Pastor. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking today? I'm, I'm thinking as a single uh, parent, uh, over 55, raising three girls. Ooh. My daughters are four and five years apart. The youngest just turned 29, mm. and the oldest is going on 36 this year. Mm. And I, I, I'm trying to get a, a real clear understanding. I've prayed. I've asked the Lord. I've, you know, seeked Him. Mm-hmm. Um, they were raised in the church, all three of them. We yeah. have very strong ties uh, to the church, and as they got older. Uh, I noticed that, you know, they chose to go their, you know, own way. Um, Mm. I'm still standing and believing on the Word of God Mm. and change. And what I mean by that is that my oldest daughter took on that spirit of lesbian, lesbianism. Okay. And uh, she was, she was, she was young. She was like 16, 17 years old at the time. And I didn't know how to handle that. You know, Mm. I came from a broken home as well. There hey, wasn't, listen, Renee, you know, I need, I need you to milk. I need you to hold on just for a second only because I've got this hard break. When I get back, wrap it up for me and tell me what you're thinking. I'm, I'm sorry to hear some okay. of what you're saying, but I'm going to come right back, I promise you. Hold on. Yes, the Bible. For years you've been reading it. Now you can experience it at Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., 
Inside this 430,000 square foot museum, you will find over 1,200 biblical artifacts, high-tech attractions, and interactive exhibits that will engage the entire family and bring the Bible to life in a whole new way. Plan your visit today at museumofthebible.org and experience it for yourself. It may be hard to imagine that the terrible disease of leprosy, so prevalent in both the Old and New Testaments, is still a major problem today, but that is the reality. And American Leprosy Missions has been treating and caring for those suffering from the disease for many years in some 16 countries of the world. But they can only do what they do as people like you and me join them in the effort. And that's what so many of you have already been doing. Your one-time gift of just $30 will help cure a boy or girl of leprosy right now when you call 800-979-1980 or give online at wava.com. $60 cures two children, $90 provides for three, and a one-time gift of just $300 will provide 10 of these dear children with a cure of leprosy. So would you call right now with your most generous gift, 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980, 800-979-1980, or online at wava.com. Are you looking to downsize your estate? Are you feeling a little overwhelmed with how much there is to do? I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. Our proven easy downsizing program includes a done-for-you system to inexpensively refresh your property for top dollar and a move-out guarantee. Don't worry about owning two homes or worse, none at all. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Listen to what another listener had to say about us. Christy was the best. Christy did a great job. We listed the house Thursday and the house was sold by Monday. We listed the house for $939 and we ended up getting $970. Recommending Christy would be easy to do. One of the things too that Christy did was the negotiations of the waiver of inspections, appraisals. Couldn't be more satisfied. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. As parents and grandparents, we would love to have our children in Christian school. But financially, it's tough. That's why WAVA Radio is partnering with select Christian schools throughout the greater D.C. area to offer a limited number of half-priced Christian school tuitions. These tuitions are literally half off the regular price of tuition. Learn more and see the list of schools at WAVA.com. Click on the school bus or call WAVA and talk to us about your options for saving half on tuition. Terms and conditions apply. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I want to thank you for all of your support. 
as well as Christopher's Barber Studio for giving me this fresh fade today. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey, who cut my hair over there in Elkridge, Maryland. My son Luke is on my Facebook Live page, and he says, I hope one day I look as fresh as you. Thanks, son. I appreciate it. Uh, we got to give Jeffrey at Christopher's Barber Studio a bit of credit. He made that fresh fade look really, really sharp for me today. A big hello to Eric Staggers, Connie Robinson, Philip Johnson Sr. I appreciate your words regarding my, uh, my daughter's uh, kindness and what she said in her tribute, as well as Joan B. King. Uh, and a uh, big shout-out to Tori. Uh, Anderson, Celine M. and Deep as well. Back to the phone lines uh, in Columbia. Renee, you're on the line. A single mom raised three adult children. Your oldest is a lesbian. And your your question or your comment now is what? How do you handle that 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 personality? Um, how do you handle that personality that has actually polluted? their sisters when it comes down to me as an individual um you feel like they're against you uh it's it's like a pick and choose it's like a pick and choose when to be against me when not to be against me um whenever it benefits them they're not against you and (laughs) whenever it seems to benefit them exactly yes sir well what you did growing up with uh raising these girls you you built into them you love them the best way you can I would say do the same thing as now they're adults. Love them the best way you can, but here's the difference. Now you got to leave them. You love them when they're growing up. You can't leave them. Now that they're older, love them and leave them. What do I mean when I say leave them? Leave them with Jesus. In other words, you love them the best way you can. Now leave them with Jesus. You did your part in raising them. Now leave them with Jesus. Continue to pray for them, but leave them with Jesus. And try your best to no longer uh, over-parent them, but simply try to be a friend where you can. Now, they're going to feel good about you one day, bad about you the next day, and maybe one of them is going to instigate the others. Don't worry yourself about that. You just keep loving them the best you can and leaving them with Jesus. Don't try to be their friend. You've got your own friends. Build into yourself now. Uh, Find some friends at church. Build into your friendships that you have. Uh, and leave them with Jesus. They are going to come around, and they're going to see the error of the one who's been poisoning them. I have a friend who's a female. She has sisters, and her sisters have come around to say, wow, I can now see what you were talking about. Sometimes they don't see it until it's revealed. And so we're going to pray that what is revealed is the truth about you, not the lies or the personality that's talking negatively right. about you. Hey, Miss Renee, I've got to run because the show is over, but I want to say a prayer for you and everybody else. Lord Jesus, would you help Miss Renee know how to love and how to leave her children with you? And teach all of us, Lord. Uh, we, we cannot control these other beings, but we can pour into them and then leave them with you to do what you do. So, Lord, you do you and help us to do what you've called us to do, and that is the love. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.